the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm Rob Black. Thanks for listening to this show. I do appreciate it. Anything you want to talk about? Money, investing, anything? You tell me. Pick up the phone. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Let's go to Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. Patrick? Good morning, Rob. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, thank you. I feel, I feel like I'm in holiday mode, and I don't usually say that this early, but it's been another good year, and like I just, I, I don't want to work. Is, is that, is there any of that going on on Wall Street right now? Like apathy? Well, yeah, you know, I, I don't know if it's so much apathy as it is just being conscientious that you know you, the year's been good, and so any um, money manager that might be sitting on. Um, returns above their respective benchmark, probably doesn't want to risk doing anything too silly and would rather just play it safe going into year end uh, and may not be all that involved right now. So, um, But from what we hear, these anecdotal reports is that there's a lot of money managers who are underperforming the market or a lot of hedge fund managers who have underperformed the market this year who are still in a position that uh, they need to um, turn it up You know, if uh, they're going to hit their performance metrics. And so they might be inclined to, you know, chase the market into year end. So I don't think it's going to be a a, a quote boring, you know, market into um, into year end. And we certainly see a little bit of excitement today, obviously based on some of the macro news we got overnight. I think uh, when I was at the gym late yesterday, I started started seeing like some problems in Greece. That's a like, great. <laughs> I get that to look forward to in the morning. Tell us a little bit about what's going on in Greece and why should we care. You know, Greece is one of those situations where I think a lot of people, you know, were rightfully just kind of, you know, forgot about it, you know, for a while. I mean, it had its bailout uh, program in place, and then, uh, you know, the government there is is making noise about, you know, wanting to be, you know, essentially done with the installment tranches of that bailout program by the end of this year. And so... um, so what's going on really is is you have uh, some great uncertainty there right now as the company's uh, as the country's prime minister, you know, called for an election um, to you know vote on the on, on the position of president, and the thinking is that uh, he might not have those votes uh, because he's going to need some opposition party votes to make that uh, happen. It's his handpicked uh, successor, and if that doesn't happen, then his government falls. Um, and snap elections get held in January for Parliament, and it creates a great deal of uncertainty 
as to what is going to happen to that bailout program. I mean, Greece is trying to work out uh, the implementation of a credit line uh, that it could tap um, on an as-needed basis as opposed to being beholden to taking these installment tranches. And so if you if this election doesn't go through, as the prime minister you know, hopes it will, uh, you have this wave of political uncertainty kicking in, which then also ratchets up the uncertainty about what happens with Greece's bailout plan, and so it can create a whole mess again there for Greece. Um, so it's just one of those items that's you know, back on the radar here, um, you know what happens in Greece is not going to be the, you know, the be-all, end-all for the for the global economy, um, but it probably has exposed, um, you know, some of the attendant risk that's come in with the market being so uh, complacent about, uh, you know, uh, governments coming to the rescue in some way, shape, or form to make sure worst-case scenarios don't unfold. It seems like some worst-case scenarios should unfold in 2015. Things like higher interest rates. Um, Europe coming to a realization they have to deal with their slowing growth and Germany kind of stepping in and understanding that. And then you see China kind of needs to say, hey, we're not going to grow as fast as we used to. Um, Does that mean, is it too obvious that it won't happen? Or do you think it's too obvious, thus, these should kind of hurt the market for a period of time? Well, you know, for some time, you know, what we've seen is this this divergence between what's going on in, in the real economy and what's going on in the um, in the, the market economy, right? Um, sure. You know, the market-based economy seems to be driven by central bank policy action. Uh, the real economy ideally would be driven by central bank policy action. That's one of the purposes. You know, these central banks are trying to uh, to stimulate growth, uh, running into difficulty doing that because of some fiscal roadblocks. But in any event, you know, you're seeing that uh, despite all of the central bank policy stimulus that's kicked in over the last five or six years, y- you have these global economies, specifically the Eurozone and Japan, you know, that continue to really struggle to escape the grips of recession and certainly aren't growing all that much. Um, and that is a problem. You know, it's it's a realistic uh, situation uh, that the market uh, just tends to neglect uh, because it knows it has this backstop of zero interest rates, which um, you know it continues to feed off. So uh, you know the the central bank policy dynamic will be a really important uh, factor in 2015, um, not just in the U.S. but in the eurozone, in China, and in Japan. Um, and it does make one wonder, though, if things uh, continue to go south in those other economies, you know, will the Fed really step in and raise interest rates? Um, I think there's a reasonable basis to think that they're going to stay on hold uh, longer than people anticipate uh, because they've come so far to try and get things turned around that they really, I don't think, want to put themselves in a position of risk of um, increasing the risk that they're going to choke off the nascent recovery in the U.S. by prematurely hiking interest rates. So, uh, and one more point on that. I don't think it's necessarily a, you know, quote, worst-case scenario that the Fed would be raising interest rates in 2015 uh, if they can do it based on a condition of uh, improving economic momentum led by higher wage growth. Um, and also bear in mind, you know, we're at zero, so the Fed is going to be very deliberate with its interest rate hike effort if it does happen. And, um, you know, going from zero to even to 0.5% on the Fed funds rate is not uh, going to be 
I, I don't think going to be the end of, of the world, so to speak. If you can, if it's if it's coinciding with a pickup in economic growth that is going to help underpin corporate profitability. Question though, that's kind of a little bit more. I, I want to serendipitous. Um, as a younger man in business school, as a guy who's put in many, many hours looking at the stock market, did you ever imagine a scenario where interest rates would be this low? Like, to me, I, I'm, I'm still at awe how long it's been this low. It's like, We have to move higher. Right, yeah, no, I, I don't think really anyone envisioned a scenario like this for the United States, uh, certainly, um, even though you had Japan sitting out there, uh, you know, doing what it was doing with, it's uh, you know zero interest rate policy basically, but after trying to you know uh, turn that you know economic mess around, but um, but I don't think really anyone envisioned that not only you know that you would see a you know one quantitative easing program, let alone three installments of that plan, um, and interest rates at the zero bound for you know I mean, what approaching six years now basically, and um, it is hard to believe and, and even. Even harder to believe is that, you know, when we're talking interest rate hikes, we're thinking that, you know, things could really fall apart if you go from zero to 0.5%, you know, on the Fed funds rate, which is still a historically very, very low Fed funds rate. But um, so it is really a kind of a strange dynamic. Um, uh, you're right about that. And um, it's just, you know, it obviously reflects um, uh, how deep the Great Recession cut. Uh, and right. the financial crisis in the U.S. cut uh, back in 2008-2009. Speaking with Patrick O'Hara, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com, great independent live market analysis. Anything that you're working on, sir, that you want us to be made aware of? Well, what I, I'm going to be working on is uh, an update to our to our market outlook for 2015. I uh, okay. don't want to divulge too many things there because I'd rather your listeners come read Briefing.com <laughs> to find out about what I'm going to say. But uh, and any, I, I will, you know, just tease that you know that uh, you know 2015, you know, the, the easy money trade of the last uh, year, two years, well, actually the last five or six years, uh, probably is not going to be so easy in 2015. Um, and one of the things I'm a little bit concerned about right now is, is is what I call concentration risk, right? Where you know you hear all these pundits on TV, and anyone asks them, well, what, you know, what market do you like? Everyone likes the U.S., right? Um, and uh, and that's understandable. But I think when you've seen the market appreciate the way that it has over the past two years, based on this idea that the U.S. is in a better relative position, economically speaking, than most developed countries. I think a lot of that good news has been priced in, um, and you're going to continue to run into this uh, headwind of, you know, will the Fed raise rates or won't they raise rates, and there's going to be volatility around that. So um, so it may not be such smooth sailing in 2015. Appreciate your insights, as always. It's Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst with Briefing.com. Briefing provides, like I said, independent live market analysis, U.S., international trading, story stocks, story ideas, technicals. Uh, there's enough there that I can't get through it all. Um, and again, some of it as an investor may not appeal to you. Some of it will. Um, that's how diverse their information is there. It's pretty darn impressive. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800 800- 516-1220. You can always drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. Um, Tesla stock getting hammered again this week. 
cheaper oil equals cheaper gas. Cheaper gas means maybe we don't need electric vehicles in some people's heads. We'll get back there. Is it a buying opportunity? It's a very aggressive stock. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 